Welcome to Spiel Chicago, the podcast exploring progressive and feminist work in Chicago theater. My name is Smyra Yan, and my guests this week are Roberta Miles, producer of the storytelling collective Loose Chicks, and her collaborator and frequent performer, Holly Beaudry. I sat down with Roberta and Holly to talk about Loose Chicks and the art of storytelling. Roberta Miles and Holly Beaudry, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. We're excited. Yes. <laughs> Roberta, how did you get to Chicago? Well... I was born um, at Michael Reese Hospital, so I was born on the south side. Holly, how about you? How do you find yourself in Chicago? I'm originally from Pawtucket, Rhode Island. Um, occasionally, my Rhode Island accent will come out if I'm overtired mm. or if I'm drunk. I forget <laughs> my R's. Um, but after college, I moved out here for improv because it, it frightened me. So I thought, why not move to Chicago and do what scares me? Okay, Loose Chicks came into being about eight years ago. Um, I had started writing monologues, and I wanted to take them out and perform them. I got the opportunity to perform after going after it. I found um, a cafe that was willing to give me an hour a month, and I thought of Jillian Erickson, because she is one of the finest performers I know, as Holly is too. And um, I approached Jill and said, would you like to do the show with me? And the cafe was called Loose Leaf Tea Loft. So we got there the first day and we looked at each other and we thought, we need a name. So <laughs> Loose Chicks was it. A lot of people have this idea that it means something else, but it just means loose leaf tea law. So that's always a cute story. What made you start writing monologues? Really? Yeah. <laughs> I got diagnosed with multiple sclerosis, and I couldn't really do much in the beginning, and I was in bed a lot, and I thought I have to write, you know, because I was in bed all the time, you know, and... Um, so I started to write, and then, um, then I gave myself a time frame. Like in a year, I'm gonna take all my monologues on the road and start performing on the road in Chicago, and uh, and it just started coming out more and more and more. All the stuff I had to say, because I've had a very interesting long life, and uh, and I have a talent for it. Had you ever thought of writing before that, or was that really the only catalyst? Well, you know, when you're a kid, you're writing poetry all the time. I did that. I even got some poems published. but um, And they weren't self-published. so <laughs> Nice. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm a heavy hitter. And, <laughs> you know, but otherwise, the writing didn't occur to me like something I wanted to do. Although my mother, quite a while ago bless her, she said, you need to write your memoirs, because she thought my life was very interesting. That was that was back like 25 years ago, and she meant all the racy, controversial things that I did and thought about. So my mom 
was actually the person who gave me the idea, except I didn't really ever think about it until I started doing it. And those themes showed up in your one-woman show, right? Yeah. yeah. And you do have a very interesting life. I know. Thank you. You do need it to have a book. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I look you. forward to it not being self-published. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. Um, had you performed before then? Oh, yeah. I'm a jazz singer. I've been a jazz singer for probably over 30 years. And um, and I was trained as an opera singer, and I've just always been on stage. So that's half the battle. you know. And the other half is getting butts in seats. Mm -hmm. And then there's the part about do good work. <laughs> Yeah, so. so I was doing improv for a while in Chicago um, and was on a, a five-woman improv team for a little bit. But as you get older, people start kind of moving back home and getting married and having kids. So, What was the name of your improv team? Duchess. Good. I, I always like to ask. <laughs> and it was a really amazing experience because... I think a lot of times, too, as a female improviser, you know, when you're with other women, it's kind of like a, I called it a womb. Mm -hmm. It was a very safe place. So I could be anything, do anything. I wasn't just someone's mom or, or girlfriend. So mm -hmm. um, it was really fun. And then kind of as everyone moved away, I, I decided to do um, a solo improv class at Second City. And that is when we started kind of creating pieces. And I knew Roberta from back when I did a, a two-person improv team, slightly altered. It was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. What did you love about it? Uh, what did I love about it? Mm -hmm. What they created, Holly and her partner, was transforming. Like you, I, for sure, just thought I was somewhere else. Like I wasn't in reality. What they created on stage was just bigger than life. And I specifically wanted to know you better, Holly, because you somehow resonated with me. Oh, I yes. didn't know that. No, I know you didn't. <laughs> Holly's blushing. I am. <laughs> no, I, Roberta is um, amazing. And I think kind of what inspired me to start kind of writing some personal stories is just kind of seeing her vulnerability and, and the things that she would share with a group of people in a coffee shop. How long ago did you start Loose Chicks? Eight years. Eight years ago. Mm -hmm. And the scene was different then? There wasn't as big a scene. Um, there was a show called Beast Women, which is also still going. And that was, um, that is a show that is for a women only, but they do a broad scope of things like there might be um, acrobatics or um uh <laughs> roller hula hooping Wait, hula what? hooping thank I'm you i'm trying to understand yeah. your emotions i'm like hula hooping hula? yes uh monologues singing. singing dancers all kinds of dance belly burlesque dance, burlesque yes it's a variety show yeah thank yeah. you that's a variety show variety yeah so that was around then but even that was its own little you know in its own little fuck if you will and um and then 
things started sprouting up all over. There's certain criteria you have to meet to be a loose chick. When you send in a monologue, um, it has to be in first person, which right away makes it, uh, you know, about yourself. Mm -hmm. And it has to be bold and courageous and reveal something. Um, Do people tell a lot of stories from their childhoods? They tell some, but mostly people are more in the present. I think it's more unusual for people to talk about their childhood. Why do you back. think that is? That's a good question. Why do I think that is, Holly? <laughs> well, I was just, we just we just did a loose chick show, and I yeah, and I told the story about my as as a child. Yeah. I like to steal a lot. Oh, so. that's, there you go. <laughs> what? Yeah, I love to steal. Mm -hmm. What kind of that's things right. did you steal? Uh, the price tags on the like the store's floor. I, I would shove them in my my tote bag as a kid. And my dad didn't really think anything much of it because it was like, oh, it's garbage. It's on the floor. Well, one day we were in a store and I saw the prettiest price tag I've ever seen. And it was on a, a piece of clothing. And I was like, I got to have it. So I ripped it off and my dad caught me and he had the sales clerk lecture me on, on how it was illegal and I could get arrested. I was like six years old. I was like, I don't care. I got to have it. So... And you continued your life of crime? Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but always silly things like, you know, gum, you know, price tags, you know, which is funny because when you think about it, a price tag is usually what has, you know, the thing that catches you, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That sets the alarm off. Right. So yeah. I'm like, I just want the one thing that will make sure everyone knows I'm stealing someone or something. So, yeah, which is pretty sad. <laughs> I found my old journal from when I was 30. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And the first thing I put in the journal was like, I can't believe I'm 30. I was like, oh, <laughs> how annoying. Did you tell me that? Yeah. I did. Yeah, I told you that. And you spit on me. <laughs> you did I a spit, spit take. Up. Yeah. I was, like, I was drinking something when she said it. I can't believe I'm 30. Yeah. I was 30. Oh, but... I can't believe I'm 30. Like, I just feel like I pictured myself with like a real whiny voice. Oh. Like, oh. <laughs> Did you always journal? Um, I started journaling when I was a kid, and I, I still have that journal as well, which is pretty funny. Yeah. Do you have any teenage journals? You know, the one I had in high school, I threw away, and I'm so oh God, devastated that I did. Oh, you yeah. did it too? Yeah. Whoa. I read it, and I was like, I can't stand this. Right. Person. Yes. I was like Debbie, <laughs> Debbie Downer. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'll never know what love is, you know, so I just threw it away. I was like, I don't want anyone to ever find this. <laughs> What makes a great monologue? What is something that makes you, I mean, I know it's something revealing or something mm -hmm. where people are laid bare, but when you're looking through submissions, what are, what are some things that make you say, this person is right for this? How emotional it's, it is. And I'm just reading it, you know, so I'm reading it cold and if it is emotional and I get it through the computer screen then I know for sure it's really something I want to have in Loose Chicks. And I have to say, I like it when people get a little raucous. I like off color, but not 
not used, uh, I can't think of the right word. Um, come on, Holly, help me, help me. Um, for shock value? Yeah, just when it's in, when it naturally occurs. Mm. And because um, that's how my work is. It's not shock value. It's just something that really happened. And I guess that's what I like. Well, especially for loose chicks, I want to know that this is something that really happened and you write it so well that it's really can't stop reading it because then I know it's going to be good when they perform it. Now, I've had a few men um, ask me if we could do a, I don't know, loose chick slash men. Loose dicks. <laughs> there you go. Maybe. That's, no. that's actually a very cute idea. But then someone else said to me, a guy said, can't can't the women just have their own storytelling group? Why do men want to intrude on it? And I thought, yeah, that's right. And I think there's something empowering about women just sharing their story. Yeah. You know? And the other thing, because I'm a, a vain and um, superficial person, um, <laughs> I don't have to worry about all the things I have to carry with me when I'm on the street. You know, how does my hair look? Should I wear my glasses now or should I not wear my glasses? Like right. all those things, you know, should I wear high heels? Not, you know, it's, you're there to do the work, whatever you're doing with a lot of other women. It's like nobody cares. And it's you know? so supportive. Yeah. Every time I've, I've had the opportunity to perform at Loose Chicks, I love it because Thank I just you. feel like it, it is a safe space. And, you oh, know, yeah. and afterwards everyone's like, that was great. Or this inspired me for this reason. And, you know, it's just a very trusting space where you can just try something out and see how it goes, you know? Yeah. So even though our audience is comprised of both men and women, you know, they already know going into it that this can be know uh outrageous and eye-opening and you're there to support people and they are and it doesn't feel competitive like uh, i feel like mm. some variety shows it's like you feel like this competition with other performers or you know but with loose chicks it's very different i just feel like where everyone's there it's like a big hug Aww. <laughs> Um, I would like to hear more about the stories in your one woman show. Is My that... one woman show? Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's, it's basically the monologues the, and my monologues are memoir and my life has been colored with a lot of, uh, relationships that are relationships that maybe people wouldn't want to talk about. And, um, there is a lot of sex and a lot of sex goes wrong. I've got a lot of those stories. <laughs> I just like to expose everything. Um, and it's easier for me to write and then perform it than just to be in a conversation with someone. Have people yeah. ever come to you after a show and said, me too? Yeah. Something that you didn't expect? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I'm always happy and um, to hear it. And I've had a couple instances where women have come up to me crying like sobbing and it it's not because my story was exactly theirs but they could definitely put my story onto their life they could fit it right on and, and I just kept hugging the woman and saying it's okay you're not alone because we're not alone you know when it comes down to it
Well, if someone wants to uh, attend Loose Chicks, how can they get more information? Um, they could go to the Loose Chicks website, which is www.theloosechicks.com. And also we have a Facebook page, so people can go there. When is the next show? February 10th at Uncharted Books on Milwaukee and Logan Square. And we start at 7.15. When we do our next show, which will be the fourth Friday of the month, um, we start at 8 p.m. at Emerald City Uptown. Very so. cool. Well, thank you ladies so, so much for talking with me. This has been really fun. Thank you yes, so thank much. Thank you. Thanks to Roberta and Holly for chatting with me. You can learn more about the Loose Chicks at their website, theloosechicks.com. We'll have links to that and more on our show page. My podcast recommendation this week is Double X Gabfest. It's a slate podcast exploring politics and pop culture through a feminist lens. Every two weeks, Hannah Rosen, June Thomas, and Noreen Malone discuss everything from Trump's latest executive order to whether or not scientific reporting is sexist. It's actually a lot of fun, and I've listened to like every episode. That's Double X Gabfest from Slate. Thanks to you for listening. If you like what you heard, please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at Spiel Chicago. That's S-P-I-E-L Chicago. Or email us at spielchicago at gmail.com. See you at the theater. <laughs>